Hi there, thank you for downloading this podcast. My name is Junid Sonido and you're listening to Radio Free Harvard Cubao, a podcast from Cubao, Quezon City, Philippines. And in this podcast, we will be reporting on the reaction of the different sectors of Philippine society to the film The Vinci Code. The Vinci Code is a film adaptation by Ron Howard of Dan Brown's novel The Da Vinci Code which is a story that is built upon the myths and hypothesis or thesis hypothesis on the on Jesus Christ and Mary Magdalene. I mean there are a lot of these um, myths and beliefs that float around Jesus Christ. It's inevitable. Um he is the major figure of uh, the Christian religion and as such it was bound to have a lot of these uh, beliefs, uh, allegations, and myths, and hypotheses. And one of them centers around his relationship with Mary Magdalene. And the allegations that, uh, well, I'm not really, I'm not sure it's allegations, but the belief or belief of some that they got married and settled somewhere in France and produced a line uh, of kings. Uh, it's quite far-fetched and uh, although some people do believe it and this actually became one of the basis for the Holy Grail you can all catch it on you know the several Discovery Channel shows or even before that you could, they, they, they had this um, show by Leonard Nimoy I'm not quite sure if you remember it it's in search of and they did a couple of topics uh, they did I think Dracula the Yeti and they also did one episode if I remember rightly on the lost years of Jesus Christ and it tackled uh, the what uh, people believe not, not, not really what people believe but what they actually hypothesized what Jesus did during the lost years one belief was that he went with his uncle who was Joseph of Arimathea and they journeyed to to England and at that time uh, the UK or you know, Great Britain had a Roman colony in it and Joseph Arimathea was a was a trader if I'm not mistaken and he took Jesus along with him during his travels one more far-fetched theory was that um, Jesus found him uh, uh, Jesus was actually in South America and was um, part of the Aztec or the Toltec uh, civilization and in fact left an indelible mark on it that uh, the Indians believe that a messenger from God would come to them and he uncannily looked like a European which uh, unfortunately for them the first Europeans that came afterwards were Hernando Cortes and the conquistadors who eventually took over the empire cut the Inca gold and sent the gold off to Europe which 
the gold found itself um, ironically um, in the coffers or on the altars of the Catholic Church oh yeah so there are several st- uh, stories and uh, one of the more popular ones was the relationship of um, Jesus Christ with Mary Magdalene and it is sort of believed that um, they actually had a son or a or children and these children eventually became kings of France and uh, what the what was referred to as the Holy Grail was actually the line of Jesus Christ or the human line of Jesus Christ or his descendants now all of these are beliefs or theories which are you know interesting but it's hard to prove and uh, a lot of people do believe it um, you had people who believe in the Holy Grail on what it is and what it was and it's closely in I think intertwined I'm not quite sure I might be wrong on this with the legend of the um, Fisher King uh, I'm not quite sure yeah and it might tie in with the the assumption of the kings before that they had the divine right to rule as representatives of God on earth anyway so Dan Brown uh, built his story on these myths or these theories and he I guess he wove an interesting tale because the novel became a bestseller and people got interested to it and eventually it found itself being adapted into a film directed by Ron Howard starred by Tom Hanks with um, Sir Ian McKellen as uh, one of one of his co-stars and the girl from the girl from Amelie hmm, who was Audrey Tautou I hope I pronounced that correct and uh, it also stars Alfred Molina Jürgen Prochnow from Das Boot Paul Bettany Jean Reno and a lot of other actors um, and uh, as expected the film generated a lot of controversy especially since one of the bad guys in the film is a uh, involves one of the orders one of the more prominent orders in the Catholic Church the Opus Dei and uh, well to say the least I think the film and the book did not portray them in a friendly light and uh, that got a lot of the members of the Opus Dei well, shall we say miffed and also the allegations in the book which is fictional or a story built on fiction uh, touched a raw nerve in the church and the church actually cautioned its flock the Roman Catholic Church cautioned its flock against inaccuracies of the film a fictional piece and some members of the church actually asked um, people uh, to boycott the film and in the Philippines there was this uh, archbishop oh, sorry not archbishop bishop called Lagdemeo who actually asked the government to ban the film uh, but the government didn't actually ban the film. In fact, it gave it an R18 rating, which means only 18 years old and above can actually watch the film. And giving it an R rating automatically banned it at uh, one of the bigger cinema complexes in Manila, uh, and uh, sorry, in Metro Manila. And this was the SM 
cinema malls. If you're familiar with Shumart and Mega Mall, um, most of the well, they have several malls now around Metro Manila, around Metro Manila, even around the country. And uh, with the movie being slapped with an R18 by the Board of Censors, um, it actually uh, takes it out of the fil- uh, of the co- cinema complex of SM, so they can't show it there. So what happens now is that the other cinema houses are showing it in the area, so they're making a, you know a lot of money out of the opening day today. And I actually wanted to watch it, but um, when I got to the Gateway Cinema, uh, there are long queues of people lining up to watch the film. So I, the film, I think they had around, I'm not quite sure, though, I think more than half of the cinemas in the Cinemaplex had the Da Vinci Code. We're showing the Da Vinci Code, and the people's, people were lining up, you know, despite the warnings of the bishops or calls of the some people to boycott the film. And ironically, one of the latest developments is, um, let's see, yeah, the city of Manila uh, actually banned the film today. They banned the showing of the film. And let's I'll read it here. It's from the Inquirer. The city government Manila on Thursday banned all cinemas in the Philippine capital from screening the controversial film The Da Vinci Code. Uh, but what basically this means is that all the cinema houses within Manila will not be showing the Da Vinci Code. Uh, so if you're in Manila or Metro Manila, if you want to watch the Da Vinci Code, all you have to do is go to the other malls or cinemas outside of Manila. So you have Quezon City, San Juan, Makati, Mandaluyong, uh, possibly Caloocan. And yeah, uh, people are lining up to watch it. Uh, if you don't believe me, just check the blog of the... What's this group? Mm, let's see. Well, you can check the blog of... Oh, I'm waiting for it to come up in the screen now. Mm, what was the name of that group? Let's see. Uh, news, news from Barcada. These are, I think, report... This is... News from Barcada is a blog by a reporter. And they do report that the Da Vinci Coast code draws big crowds in the Philippines hmm yep it's by Glenn Omanio and Glenn is a well he's a reporter for Kyodo News I think and in his blog he reports that the Da Vinci Code opened at over 100 pack cinemas here Thursday despite a strictly for adults rating and church critical stance hmm a throng of mostly young professionals in their 20s filled movie houses in the capital, Manila, to be among the first to see the religious thriller, which postulates that Jesus Christ married Mary Magdalene had a child by her. Hmm. Okay, so you have that reaction here in the Philippines. Um, so there are a lot of people, are, well, I guess a lot of people will be watching the film. And I, well, I can understand the... Uh, what do you call this? I can understand the anger felt by the Catholic Church or members of the or the clergy with this, or some members of the clergy. But you have to. My stand on it is that it's a work of fiction. I mean, it's based it's based on uh, postulates, theories about Jesus Christ and Mary Magdalene, but none of these were were proven. 
and and you know that's why you have faith I mean y- you're a Catholic and I'm a Catholic and I don't really feel that um, the nov- the novel itself which uh, the novel itself contradicts what I believed in you know and uh, I, some of the reactions of the bishops and some clergymen and some religious groups uh, who outwardly want to ban it I think are just only playing into the marketing scheme of the film they're actually promoting it more so people who actually just watch it you know when you when you ban something and you tell some something not to watch this then the regular action would be to you know do it um, but as to shake one's faith I don't know uh, not really I don't think so I, I really don't think so and uh, ironically you know the, the film which opened at Cannes I hope I pronounced it correct again uh, didn't get quite good reviews from the critics they actually found it a little bit tedious and boring and um, too much talk in the film and uh, well despite this me well despite this uh, most film viewers or people film viewers of the industry still believe that this movie will be a hit and yeah I think so because of the because of the controversy associated with it and this is not the first controversy that uh, about Jesus Christ that actually came to the Philippines or that got affected a few years back if you remember Martin Scorsese's film The, the Last Temptation of Christ uh, if I remember correctly the MTRCB at the time the movie MTRCB television ra- ra- rating classification actually banned it and uh, pirated copies actually proliferated around Metro Manila. And uh, the University of the Philippines at that time tried to show it and attempted to show it at the faculty center. Uh, but uh, for uh, for academic study, uh, there's, I think, a loophole in the film code or the film code here in the Philippines that you can actually view a film without the board rating if it's for academic study or academic purposes anyway the the head of the MTRCB at the time uh, rushed to UP and actually confiscated the film and you know but this didn't actually stop people from watching it I remember getting a copy from Green Hills of the film at that time it was still in VHS and Betamax and when we watched the film there really was nothing blasphemous about it I just, you know, feel that sometimes people just maybe just react too much to things, become too defensive, and possibly they think that such things that attack the faith will actually affect it that much. I don't think so. Anyway, that's that. Well, I guess the film will be showing, uh, well, not in Manila, but will be ha- will have a successful run in in. Metro Manila and I probably will get to watch it in the next few days when the queue or the line has more more or less thinned out yeah well anyway that's it for this podcast um we'll be we'll be posting some more podcasts uh, in the next few days hopefully with special topics um special topics for you guys one a few topics that are in the works will be a podcast about acquiring keeping 
and another podcast about books or we'll preview some books and some more podcasts about films and who knows any other podcast anyway we're near we're, we're at the end of the podcast and about the da vinci code i mean watch it if you want to watch it what don't want uh if you don't want to watch then don't watch it but you know don't force people not to watch it or ban it it's just not right i think um people uh, people actually watch it more if you ban it anyway that's just my thought thank you for listening in this is Julius Sunido podcasting from Cubao, Kansas City, Philippines if you have any feedback you can leave a f- you can leave a message on the blog or you can send us email at radiocubao at gmail.com thank you so much for listening have a nice day bye <music>